another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. I am your host, Rick McClatchy. I'm a staff pastor at the Rocky Butte campus in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Though I have to admit, it's been a little while since I feel like I have physically been a, a staff pastor at the Rocky Butte campus. Here we are in the shelter-in-place, uh, stay home, save lives, all of those things that we have going on here in the Northwest and in so many other places around the United States. Um, definitely not life as usual. I am obviously a humongous fan of small groups. Uh, being a small groups pastor uh, at our campus, I'm over all of our small groups. And uh, I apologize, you know what, if you hear my dog in the background... Um, This is what you get when you record a podcast episode during the pandemic, you know? (laughs) Uh, We're all forced to operate in uh, different environments and different situations, and we just make the best of it all along the way. And so today I just want to talk about what it looks like to lead a small group in this uh, time period of being in a pandemic. It's kind of crazy, if I'm real honest, you know, I mean, just... uh, being a small group's pastor changes a little bit, you know, I mean, you you want to connect with people, but you're not having the in-person meetings with small group coaches and small group leaders, so we're moving all of those things uh, into a, a virtual context and having some Zoom meetings and that kind of thing. Um, but boy, being a small group leader, in a lot of ways, things stay a lot the same other than the small group meeting. Um, because you are, you're obviously not getting together physically for your small group meetings anymore. So you have to find ways in which to make that happen. And we've talked a little bit in a previous episode about some tools that are available. Um, just to let you know, some things that are available, uh, manahouse.church slash virtual groups, um, also manahouse.church slash at home and also manahouse.church slash care. I will list all of those in the show notes so that you can access those um, without having to wreck your car, you know, while you're listening to the episode. (laughs) Trying to write stuff down while you drive is not a good idea. Okay, so so the meetings change, right? We we use things like uh, Google Hangouts or potentially Facebook Messenger and their video thing there. Uh, we use maybe a WebEx or maybe a Zoom, um, and I'm and then there's there's House Party and there's Twitch and there's a few other services out there that offer some some kind of cool functionalities. I actually uh, played a golf game on my phone while I was on House Party, and so we were able to talk to each other while we are playing miniature golf against each other. It was pretty fun and kind of a a cool way to connect with one another um, that takes it takes some of the pressure off of always having to have something to say um, because you have an activity that you are around. And I think sometimes that's what makes these small group things in this uh, time period a little bit hard because maybe the material that we're usually going through, maybe it's hard to do it uh, virtually. We Maybe we feel like people aren't going to be as connected. And so... So there you have it. So uh, I would love uh, for you to just uh, send me an email at any time. Rick M at Manahouse.church is the way to get a hold of me. 
uh, love to hear your thoughts and comments about some of these topics. But um, but let's talk about what in the world does it look like to connect with people outside of the quote unquote group meeting. And I think this is one that I just want to spend a few minutes. I think today's episode will probably be a little a little shorter than usual. Uh, being by myself, you know, there's less people to get distracted. But I could surprise you. I could surprise you and get a little crazy distracted and we could go on a rabbit trail or a goat path. Um, hey, just shout out to Jason Schleichart with the goat path. Um, so connecting outside of the time frame of the small group meeting. Um, here is actually where I believe that this pandemic time period actually works to our advantage because right now what you have is a whole bunch of people with not a whole lot of things to do. And so um, this actually is a time where us as small group leaders can really capitalize on, you know, kind of a captive audience in business. It's a great thing when you have a captive audience because a lot of times you can get people to try things that they wouldn't normally try given a normal context. And I mean, quite frankly, in uh, captive audience uh, circumstances, a lot of times the pricing is crazy and stuff, right? Like um, a la the movie theater and buckets of popcorn that are so delicious and yet oh so expensive. Can I get an amen out there? I mean, come on. So... So you have a captive audience to some extent uh, during this time period. And the reason that kind of works to your advantage, if we are willing to try to capitalize on it, is that people are open to trying something that they haven't tried before because, well, um, what else am I going to do? Watch a little bit more Netflix? Like there's this there's this openness to doing it when before they probably just felt too busy. There's no... There's no soccer games. There's no baseball, football. I mean, volleyball. There's no. There's nothing. I mean, the Olympics got postponed, folks. Like people have extra time on their hands because there's nothing going on. And so, if we take this opportunity actually to invite people into a context of community, um, think of what could happen once we are through this whole. Uh, pandemic phase, once we get to a place where we begin to step back into quote unquote normal life. And and I bet, I bet you guys that there's going to be some stuff uh, left behind. You know, there's going to be stuff from our, we'll call it our former way of life that isn't going to make the jump into the new, the new normal. Um, not because we can't anymore, but because we realized through this journey that maybe that's not as important of a part of my life as I once thought that it was. And so here we have the opportunity to connect with people and, uh, and actually show them some of the value of being a part of community that maybe they have never really tasted and seen. You know, it's like uh, the Bible, it says to taste and see that the Lord is good, like he is so good. And yet the, in order to really get it, you have to you have to taste and see that the Lord is good. And there, I believe that there is a piece of that that is true about small group culture in church these days. 
I've often said that uh, trying to get people into small groups sometimes is like trying to give somebody a drink when they don't realize that they are thirsty. And folks, right now what we have is we have a whole bunch of people that have suddenly begun to realize just how thirsty they are because their normal constructs have been stripped away and now they look at their life and they're like, man, does anybody know me? Does anybody care what I'm going through? Man, I feel kind of lonely, um, especially because they don't have that weekly Sunday like rush of interaction with other people. And so, so I just want to speak to you, small group leader today. You may feel really discouraged. You may feel like, oh my goodness, my group was just getting off the ground and now we can't get together. I, man, I so, and, and maybe some of you out there that are like fighting the idea about whether you should do a virtual group or not, man, do it. Do it and invite people. Um, get people, get out there on social media and invite people. Go through your phone and pick out contacts of people that you haven't talked to in six months and just say, hey, I'm having a, a virtual small group meeting. Do you want to come and join? Because, uh, one, people really need it right now. Uh, we've talked in a previous episode just about the statistics of calls to suicide hotlines being um, at a at a big time high right now. And uh, and so we are in a in a place in a time where people are in significant need of connection, and these virtual small groups are a really powerful way to do that. Now, in between the the small group meetings, uh, there are definitely some really cool ways that you can connect. And I actually just experienced one of them today. Some friends of mine, they're not in my small group, but we're definitely church fam. You know, like we're connected in some of the same dream team areas at the church and well, they just came and dropped off at my house some dessert for my family um, and a nice card and uh, we maintained some good social distance and I mean they even full-on had masks on and gloves and everything so it was like um, primo trying not to uh, cross-contaminate anyone or anything like that but I mean what a blessing to have somebody just come and show up at your house and, and give a gift and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. And, and no, in this these day and ages, you know, like if you're one of those lucky people that doesn't need lots of toilet paper and you score a Costco sized thing of toilet paper is to take some of the sub packets and you can just put a little note on that and drop it on somebody's doorstep and they'll know that you love them. You know what I'm saying? And you just bless people by recognizing like, hey, I see you in this time. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, just that acknowledgement that somebody's thinking about you is a really powerful, powerful tool. So you got just some surprise visits. You got text messages. You know, let's not um, crucify the text message as the super impersonal form of communication because um, it's it's still a really powerful way to connect with people. And so I want to just challenge you today you know, whether you're a small group leader or not, is just wake up in the morning and ask the Lord to just drop on your heart five people. If you want to not stop at five and you want to go bigger than that, that's fine. You can go big or go home. You know what I'm saying? And so 
but just write down five people that you're going to connect with in some way throughout the day. Um, if you have an iPhone, obviously you can do the whole FaceTime thing. And that's a pretty cool way to just face-to-face -face connect up. If you got Marco Polo, great app for the video kind of message thing going on. Um, where it's like texting, but it takes the personal level of it up a whole nother notch. And um, just using the technology that we have right in front of us, um, you can, you know, obviously you can message people on Facebook and Instagram. And I, I don't even want to try to talk about Snapchat because I just don't know anything about Snapchat because I'm that old. Okay. So, um, but just some of those apps that are out there that we can connect with each other. And again, realizing that we have a golden opportunity because people are just available. Like um, some people were asking like, hey, you know, can we do like a, a FaceTime double date? Like that would be pretty awesome. And I'm like, what a, what a great idea. So all you married couples out there that you're looking to, you know, maybe you're, you're young married's small group, you know, you're like, man, it's like the Zoom meeting is cool. Well, why don't you do a, a FaceTime double date with another couple uh, in the group and <clears throat> and just find ways to connect with one another um, outside of what would be a normal meeting time. And, and as we build these time, because I mean, this pandemic thing is going on, I think longer than most of us kind of were thinking or hoping that it would. Um, and so actually, the longer that it goes, the more time we have to actually build some new habits and some new ways of thinking. And so I just wanted to jump in today and talk about the idea of leading people in a time of pandemic is what they just desperately need is connection and reaching out and helping and just that is done through community, through relationships. And so as we're able to just reach out to people in those ways, I just want to just super, super encourage you to just, man, um, you know. Maybe, maybe hang up the Netflix remote for an extra hour every day and use that time to just intentionally reach out to people, even if that means it's just adding one person uh, to your list of people to connect with. That is a huge win in my book. And so anyways, that I think that'll kind of wrap it up for where I'm going today. But again, um, I'll list those websites uh, in the show notes if you want to have some information on ways to connect uh, during this season. And as always, I'll leave my, my email address in there as well. You can reach out and just let me know um, if you have any questions or comments or, of course, snide remarks. I know you wanted me to say it. So um, feel free to reach out to me, rickm at manahouse.church. I'll put it all in the show notes so that you can um, have easy access to those things. And with that, I just want to say a, a hearty God bless you. Thank you for listening today. And may you have the most amazing day.